Hello, friends, brothers and sisters around the world. Welcome to today's podcast. You know, we know intellectually that life is fragile and that any one of us could leave this world at any time, but the reality has become much more than theory recently. I don't know about your experience, but we have loved ones who should still be here. They've been taken from us suddenly and seemingly before their time. Never has this hit home more than in just the last couple of weeks to chat with a friend at church, make plans for the following week, only the next morning to hear that this bright light among us is now gone. It seems impossible to reconcile the news is real. Is there anything redemptive that can come out of this culture of death that has thrown its nets over the global community these last few years? The Lord is infinitely good beyond the scope of our comprehension, even when the whole world is falling apart. The grief and loss, if given to him, he will not only share in with us, but he can redeem it to instigate in us a fire to see his word accomplish its purposes in tangible and expedient ways. In the midst of compounding discouragement and frustration and sadness, I would like to testify personally of how the Lord has quickened eternity in my heart and opened doors to see the good news of a saving kingdom come to the nations. While out shopping last week and in spite of my own poor attitude, he orchestrated events to allow me to pray healing in the name of Jesus over an immigrant woman while her children watched and heard. Salvation has come to that house. And while watching a documentary on life in Saka Republic, which is the northeastern portion of Siberia near the Arctic Circle, where the average winter temperature is minus 58 degrees Fahrenheit. That's the average winter temperature. And seeing how the natives there worship gods that cannot bring them life, I wondered who would reach these people with the good news. That night, the Lord connected me to an organization with amazing testimonies of reaching people in this unreached area of the world even when it means a four-hour perilous ride by snowmobile to make disciples of remote tribes. The Lord also directed some of us into a three-day fast last week for specific national events. And while I struggled to fast effectively to the degree that I did in my younger days, He was faithful to carry me through it successfully, which is a work in itself. Despite grim and even chilling news of how Christians, but even secular out outlets that report the truth, are being treated by powers here in the United States, great is the confidence he gave us that his spirit is on the move. Dominoes are falling and principalities toppling. And finally, a boy in Sunday school who professed in detail seeing demons in his room asked Jesus to be the Lord of his life even before I could get out the words to ask him if that is what he wanted. These are just a few highlights of the wondrous grace of our Lord this last month and how the hand of Jehovah moves at the prayers of his saints despite the lawless times we are in. A line from the old hymn, Crown Him with Many Crowns, replays these days in my mind. It says, Who died eternal life to bring and lives that death may die, and lives that death may die. We too have died with Christ, and we also live that death may die. There's a curious abandon to the things of this world and a quickening of the desire to see his kingdom come when we grasp, grasp the brevity of life, that in fact we have already died and our lives are hidden in Christ. We are at war. Scripture teaches that there are two supernatural kingdoms here on earth, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. Too many Christians have accepted Satan's lie that the world is getting worse by the minute, and all we can do is hold on tight to what we've got until Christ returns. Such a worldview paralyzes the church when weapons of might, weapons of dynamite, have been provided for her by our almighty warrior. 
Christ himself. Christians can and must learn to use these spiritual weapons in order to break the strongholds and crush the schemes of the Prince of Darkness. Check out my book, The Two Kingdoms, Understanding Your Role in Spiritual Warfare on Amazon. Again, The Two Kingdoms, Understanding Your Role in Spiritual Warfare, available on Amazon or at emilytomco.com.